People have told stories of the strange and supernatural for centuries. Tales of the restless dead return to haunt the living. Whispers of damned souls doing the devil's bidding on earth. Rumors of inhuman things that still hunt the old forests, untouched by the glare of modern life. There may be more to these stories than you could ever imagine. Join us tonight as we delve into the deeper truth inside these mysteries. Hello and welcome to another episode. Thank you very much for being here. Hope you've had a fantastic Halloween. <laughs> was that your Count Dracula? Oh, Dracula no, I would have been. been <laughs> I should have done a Count Dracula, shouldn't I? You should have Thank done. Thank you. A wonderful Halloween. Imagine it sounds like a Romanian uh, <laughs> pervert, doesn't it? <laughs> well, he's from Transylvania, though, wasn't he? <laughs> anyway, what's the point? What were you for? Well, you've got some weird got stories some, you want to share, yeah, haven't you? have got some weird, weird little stories here involving children. Always gives a bit of a, a chilling. Uh, mm effect on the story doesn't yeah. it so uh well, it yeah. depends what kind of story it well is, yeah it? it is it is but hopefully uh hopefully you'll like these few that i've got i've got lined up for you today um they are all short and sweet but well, i've got some b&b's you can stay in over halloween oh yeah um i'm not sure if this episode's going out before or after halloween but you can still stay there anyway um the haunted all year do you want me to give you a couple well yeah go for it yeah okay so some of these range from £16 a night up to ridiculous, like £60 a night. But saying that, uh, there's a Cisco Post Office, Utah. This is £24.50 per person per night. And it's quite remote. It's uh, in the, basically in the desert. It says, over 30 miles away from civilization in Cisco, once the most richest town in the US, now a ghost town with almost no one living there, making the stay at the abandoned post office particularly eerie. Stories suggest that Charles Stern, who lost his fortune following the decline for need for uranium, still haunts his home in Cisco. Um, the Stroud House is £16 a night, and this is in North Carolina. So for us, it'd be like £3,000 a night, because we'd have to get there as well. well yeah, if you didn't but, know, yeah, he's yeah. Uh, now the new salesman of Thomas Cook. Yeah, <laughs> this is Airbnb's. Uh, the house built in 1940s and was home to Reverend Stroud, as now owned by his grandson David. The owner has warned of suspicious events over the years, which include the lights turning on and off by themselves, a music box suddenly playing out loud. If you don't mind seeing shadowy figures and hearing footsteps at night, you can even give the house a tour. Now, I'll just give you one more. This one's in York, and actually this one looks quite spectacular. I'll put this up on the hangout so you can look at the the pictures but this is the haunted chamber apartment in york 60 pound per person per night which looks is nice which this is, place. Yeah, i this mean it looks nice. nice that is steep though 60 pound per person what's this york england so that's what 100 dollars a night yeah, yeah. It's york though isn't it york is expensive though. yeah it is dubbed the most haunted property in the uk the haunted chamber in york has a creepy tale dating back 600 years the wooden panel room is nerve-wrackingly quiet and overlooks the local church. The Madness Chamber, Madness Chamber, mm. has Eve. I don't know, sixty pound a night to stay in something called the Madness Chamber, really. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? But anyway, the Madness Chamber has even witnessed a headless woman floating around, according to some guests. Now, if you could guarantee, I was going to say that, see that, I would pay hundred and twenty pound a night. Well, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Well, anyway, that's just a few. I'll post the article up. Some of these properties look 
Really fucking creepy. Look at that. Oh, yeah, it does look good. You know? So, I don't, it doesn't say... I guess that one's like a hotel, so if you booked it, then it'd just be you there. Yeah. But some of them are like tour things, so I, I don't know if you'd uh, end up you loads of people there, you, yeah. which obviously then you get contamination, yeah. blah, blah, blah. So, um, but yeah, I'll put it out there. I just want to share that with you. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, they you. do look good, though. Yeah. yeah, that's me done, then. That's him done. Come Thomas, for a Thomas Cook will sack him next week when no one wants to go, but there we go. <laughs> uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm going to read out a few a few of these little stories uh, for you. So I'll, I'll, start, I'll start with... The puppy in the basement. Mummy told me never to go in the basement, but I wanted to see what was making that noise. It sounded like a puppy, and I wanted to see the puppy, so I opened the basement door and tiptoed down a bit. I didn't see a puppy, and then Mummy yanked me out of the basement and yelled at me. Mummy had never yelled at me before, and it made me sad, and I cried. Then after, Mummy told me never to go in the basement ever again, and she gave me a cookie. This made me feel a little bit better, so I didn't ask her the question why the boy in the basement was making noises like a puppy, or he had no hands or feet. Hmm. Why, why wouldn't you though? Well, you'd think that'd be worrying enough to 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 mention, yeah, wouldn't you? The kid's just been bribed with a cookie, you oh, know. Yeah, true. Yeah. Must have been a good cookie. There's someone under the bed. So as as we all know, you know, when you're tucking your kids into bed, oh, watch out for monsters under the bed and yeah, yeah. the boogeyman and all this and that. Um, so it's a story about there's someone under the bed. I begin tucking him into bed, and he tells me, Daddy, check for monsters under my bed. I look underneath underneath for his amusement and see him, another him, under the bed, staring back at me, quivering and whispering, Daddy, there's somebody on my bed. <laughs> That's worrying. That is worrying, That's isn't worrying. it? Yeah. Now this, this one I do like. It's called The Chair. <clears throat> when uh, when my sister Betsy and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard. But our most favourite thing was a ghost. We called her Mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there Worried that we might get thirsty during the night. She just wanted to take care of us. Among the homes, original among the home, original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room towards us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the centre of a room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother had just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an a-, a newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. She'd murdered two of her children by giving them a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then, she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room, with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Oh no. Beneath her, knocked over, was a that wooden old chair. wooden chair placed exactly in the centre of the room. Oh dear. 
<laughs> Which yeah, makes sense, doesn't it? It's a good job, you know. Even if even if that cup was, you know, that next to him, good job. So it what didn't was that cup? That cup was the poison, then, was it? Well, there was no in the cup. No, it was you know, representing there, yeah, but cups it was representing the, poison, yeah. the milk. You know, the poisonous milk. Oh dear, milk. oh dear. Well, what if you know? What if I mean, it could have got worse. What if they went to fill the cup up with water and they come back and it was tainted with poison or out like that? Hmm. I don't. Well, we don't know. We don't know if a ghost can do that. We don't know. The next one's called the the ghost at home. Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realised my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table where we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low raspy gi- raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. I eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. As I went home, I found my phone lying on my nightstand, right where I remember leaving it. Oh dear. That's fucking creepy. That so, gives me the chills. Actually. Yeah, yeah. You know, so, so, yeah. So you've either got a burglar love, or you've got some. You know, you got some up there. That is weird that you call it, and it answers. Yeah, yeah, but it answers. Because then you're you. thinking, well, I've lost my phone. That's me. You know, shit out now, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. And then, and then you go home and find it. I don't know what's worse. She probably, she probably wished that she had lost it now. Yeah, probably. Yeah, she probably. Yeah, you, you don't. You want to be going back to that every night, do you? I'm gonna do that. I'm gonna leave my phone. I'm gonna to go to that abandoned church, and I'm gonna leave my phone inside it. And then I'm gonna go away and call it. Well, someone else will have to call it, obviously. Oh well, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, and then see if it answers. Oh yeah, you never know. You never know. You might get something through. That'd be fucking ace, though, if it did, wouldn't it? Oh, it would. Oh, yeah. yeah, it would be. It would be creepy. Um, well, it'd be worse if it went back and it had gone. <laughs> Well, I've got I've got another one here. It's a bit bit more light-hearted. This one, but it's still it's still on, on based <coughs> on the kids. This is creeps out kids. So, on a regular basis, on a regular basis, I babysit two girls, three and five years old, both blonde with huge blue eyes and big smiles. They are the creepiest people I ever I have ever met, though. <laughs> Once after I picked them up from daycare, I tried to get them excited for dinner, seeing as they don't normally eat that much when I'm there anyway. I asked them in an overly excited voice, Hey guys, what do you want for dinner? The eldest looks at me, runs away and hides behind a corner. Sticking her head out, she whispers, I want a skinned babysitter. Mm. <laughs> oh dear. That's some twisted shit. Yeah, some weird ones. Um, it's, like, it's like, it's this one, I'll read you this one out as well. When my youngest child was about six, she asked me how old I was. Now being only 37 at the time, I was thinking I had a good few years left, you know, at 37 you do. You hope so. Well, you'd hope so. (laughs) But when I told her my age, she gasped and she went, Mummy, you're almost dead. Yeah. Is that one of them soul group things? Right, could be, yeah. Could be. You want me to do this... uh... That was posted to the um, Hangout by Paul Cairns. Oh, it was a good... Yeah, I enjoyed this yeah. one, yeah. And I watched the video to this, and it is good. Yeah. Uh, this is the haunting moment Second World War ventriloquist doll blinks and moves its mouth. Oh. Mm-hmm. Michael Diamond, 48, from Liverpool, 
put up a camera in his home after noticed the display cabinet door kept opening at night. This is the haunting moment a creepy ventriloquist doll dating back from the Second World War allegedly blinks and moves its mouth. The 1940s doll, named Mr Fritz, was given to Michael Diamond, 48, earlier this year by a former prisoner at Nazi World War II camp. Mr Diamond noticed the door to the doll's glass display cabinet kept opening up at night and set up a GoPro camera to film over two evenings on September 19th and 20th. When the father of two from Liverpool watched back the footage, he saw the cabinet door open and the doll's mouth and eyes move. He believes the doll is haunted and has now locked the cabinet in his home with a chain and covered it with a blanket. Mr Diamond says, When I first watched the video back and I had a weird feeling in the stomach, I wasn't completely surprised, but... It's <laughs> <laughs> uh, been happening with the door. I don't know if he is. I know he's from Liverpool. I don't know if he is Liverpool. It's always at Liverpool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, is it? oh, <laughs> it's right. meant to be, eh? Hey. Um... Sorry if we offend any yeah. Liverpoolians out there. I think that's quite good. I think they'll be quite impressed. At least once or twice a week, I notice the door keeps coming off its latch. I didn't set up the camera for fun just to see if anything would happen. When something actually did, I got a weird feeling in my guts. It's hard to describe. I was really taken back, and I did have a strange feeling. I wouldn't say I'm scared of it, Mr. Fritz, but I'm wary of it. The creepy doll was made by an American prisoner at Stalag, a German war camp, which is now in the town of Zana, Zane, in Poland. Mr. Diamond believes the prisoner worked as a ventriloquist before being taken prisoner. The doll was apparently taken to America after the end of the war and was owned by an antique shop in Myrtle Beach, South Carolina, before it came to the UK. Mr. Fritz was given to Mr. Diamond by a local uh, military collector in July and now lives in Mr. Diamond's freak room where all his collections, items, are kept. Now, I watched the video to this and it's, uh, it's, it's good. I like this picture, though. This is it now, look, the fucking chain round it. Because <laughs> <laughs> that, that's, a, like, creeped about that much. He's put a big padlock round it, but... Yeah, go to the hangout and watch this video. I'll, I'll actually, I'll link this into the description. Yeah, the, the video, so you can watch it on there. It's only a short video, so just go and have a look at it. And um, I mean, if it's a hoax, it's it's a it's a fucking good it's one. It's good one. It's a good one at that. But um, right, we'll, we'll leave that there because it's only just a fast blast, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, so thank you very much for listening. Hope you've had a fantastic weekend and Halloween and, and all the usual trappings. Yeah. Um. We'll be back. We'll try and do a few more of these fast blasts as we go along. Yeah, we're going to get a few more out of them, um, aren't we? So, that being said, have a great week. And we'll see you on the other side. Bye for now. Well, they've gone. No, just for now. It wasn't the right time for us to meet. But there'll be other nights, other stars for us to watch. They'll be back. Thank you.